Welcome to the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. My name is William Mankelo. I am one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Uh, for any long-term listeners, you probably already knew that. And generally speaking, it wouldn't just be my voice normally. It would be also Stuart the Wildman Mabbot. Stuart the Wildman Mabbot. It's easy for me to say, right? <laughs> he would normally be uh, sat next to me or at the other end of a Zoom call and we'd be discussing a listener question. In today's episode, we're going to be looking back on a past iteration of this podcast in a specific episode that has been for a long time our best performing, as far as listeners, listeners is concerned, the best performing episode of the podcast. And this will be the third time that we've actually released this material. And we're doing this just because it's interesting to understand or, or to begin to understand why specific episodes do so well. You know, in this one, it's, you know, it's hard to say really why this one performed so well. As always, you know, we discussed the question that was sent in by a listener. Um, this specific question was sent in by Maureen uh, from Chalgrove in Oxfordshire, England. Um, it was originally released on the 26th of January 2021. We recorded this, I believe, either at the end of 2020 or the beginning of 2021. I've got a sneaky suspicion it might have even been the end of 2020. It's hard to say because uh, we referred to uh, a lockdown here in the UK during that recording. Um, since this release, uh, we've altered the the, po the podcast has changed slightly, especially with the format of our titles. Um, we dropped our theme tune. It's a different thing now. Uh, when we recorded this episode as well, we were talking about our getting towards our 150th episode. And uh, we're now heading towards our 250th episode, which if you think about it, you know, when we look back and think of all the material that we've produced this year is, is quite, quite incredible, really. Uh, but this is what we do. We release an episode, two episodes every week um, and bonus episodes on top of that. Our release schedule is 10 a.m. on Sundays and Tuesdays or 10 a.m. on Tuesdays and Sundays, uh, depending on when you, when your week starts. I always like to put that in there. But yeah, so I had to listen back to this episode and I'll just quickly reiterate the question. You'll hear it during the episode. But the question that was sent in by Maureen uh, was about wind turbines, inland wind turbines. You know, people debate if inland wind turbines are nice or ugly. Is this a redundant argument when the aim behind this is that we're all trying to protect our beautiful planet, meaning wind power is part of the mix? That's the question. What made this our best performing episode? Well, it's hard to say. You know, wind turbines are a divisive subject. You know, during this episode, we talk very much about how wind turbines are located how effective they can be. We, we, we talk, touch upon each our own personal perception of wind turbines. You know, some people like them, some people hate them. But I feel that it always comes back to this underlying human condition. In all our conversations, the human condition underlies these conversations. It is almost the foundation of these discussions. But that's my thoughts. You know, what do you think? Have a listen to this episode again. This may be the third or fourth time you've heard this, I don't know. Um, maybe it's the first time, but have a think about what we said in this during this episode. And uh, we hope you enjoy listening back to it. 
I'm Stuart the Wildman Mabber and I'm the co-host of the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast with... William Manklow. Yes, we are doing this podcast. We, we release a podcast twice a week, don't we? On, on Sundays yep. and Tuesdays, 10am GMT. Um, we're recording over the phone. How are you doing with the, uh, the third British lockdown, English lockdown? Uh, it feels it feels very different from the very first one because we've yeah. had we've had another lockdown since. In some ways, it doesn't feel like a lockdown, um, but in my yeah. head, in the way I act, I've been a lot more careful with where I've been. Not that I haven't been careful pre- previously, but because there's been an exponential rise in cases here in mm. in all across all across Europe, I think pretty much. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. I've just been more careful about where I'm going and and who I interact with. The uh, it's very strange because there's traffic jams. Uh, people aren't staying at home like they did in the first one, so the, the, I have this concern the rate isn't coming down as quick as it could be. But I'm just wondering where are all these people going that stuck stuck in traffic jams because everything's shut. Yeah, but to be frank with you, I actually often think that outside of lockdown, when I, whenever yeah. I'm walking down the road at like I don't know two o'clock in the afternoon on a on a on a Wednesday, and I look at the yeah. cars on the road, and I'm like, where exactly are all these people going? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Where have they come from? Okay, and if you, you've just discovered the People's Countryside Environmental Debate podcast and wonder who we are. Well, we're, we're, we produce material and podcasts to basically motivate you to protect the piece of countryside around you in your local area. Uh, and we basically, we discuss worldwide uh, issues and try and bring a, a local feel to it. Keeping And we feel keeping the big issues in your mind and in your consciousness is a, a good way of... Um, Making making us aware on a daily basis that this stuff's still going on, and we try and break down the big issues in, into as many bite-sized chunks as possible, so people can do something in their local area. Uh, and showing localized actions uh, c- can help the countryside near 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 people. Hopefully, will motivate listeners to try and motivate other people. William, yeah, those I was gonna say those issues are pretty much raised by you, the listener. You know, so mm. you're the ones that you're almost dictating where the show goes because yeah. we're getting we're getting how many questions have we got now? Over thirty, right? And from, Oof, from yeah, uh, it's it's it's, get, it's a lot of questions, and we're going to go for every single one of them. So if you have sent in a question, thanks very much. Uh, yeah. Be patient; we will get around to listening. We will get around to discussing it. Yeah, um, but we teased this up last time in the last episode that the the the, 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 the we would be talking about a question. <laughs> From set by somebody in Chowgrove in Oxfordshire in this episode. And I can reveal that person is a woman. So do you live in Chowgrove and are you a woman? And have you sent us a question? Because this question might be yours. You're such a tease, Stuart. You're such a tease. <laughs> I know. That's, it's, cause that's, cause that's, basically, that's basically halving the chances, you know, because it's about 50-50 male, female. Yeah. Man, yeah. woman. So, yeah, you, yeah. we need a fanfare, No. We, we were supposed no, to get a trumpet no, no, for this episode, no, no. but we haven't got it, you know. So no, if anybody's listening right now and they want to do a trumpet fanfare for the, uh, for the podcast, uh, record it and send it in to us. <laughs> I, I had a, uh, a, couple, a guest on my radio show, William, Chuck Ransom. He plays a trumpet. Uh, it's the, be- the best name. Uh, we, we must get, try, and get, try and get in touch with Chuck and see if he wants to, if he wants to pose a question for us to talk, just because we yeah, can say the name exactly. Chuck Ransom. <laughs> yeah, so what's know. the name of the person... Um, that's sent the question today and what is importantly what is the question okay well the question has been set today from Maureen in Showgrove Oxfordshire welcome Maureen and Maureen's question is people debate if inland wind turbines are nice or ugly 
Is this a redundant argument when the aim behind this is that we are all trying to protect our beautiful planet, meaning wind power is part of the mix? Well, you know, no. many people might be surprised, but I actually think wind turbines in the right place are beautiful things. I get transfixed by them. Yeah, they're lovely. They're lovely bits of... They're amazing pieces of engineering. Let's put it that way. Let's, let's, let's have it yeah. as a starting point. The most amazing thing, most amazing wind turbines I've ever seen, and we're talking about inland here, but when you yeah. fly over the North Sea, and which I do on a regular basis when I can, uh, when you fly to Finland, when, you fly, when I fly up to Helsinki, yeah. you fly over the North Sea, and you see hundreds of, hundreds of them out to sea. And they're, they're quite mesmerising from, from the air as well. They're quite a beautiful yeah. thing. But they're also the future, I think, maybe... Um, well, what's and, and also, yeah, but I think they're definitely the future and the present, I should say, as well. But mm. what is the difference between them and the huge, ugly, great big power stations that were built in the 50s, 60s, and 70s? You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'd much rather have 100 wind turbines than one gas, po gas power or coal power, fire, coal yeah. power, power station. Yeah, I, 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 and to be honest with you, you know, I do get transfixed by them and. and I don't actually find a lot of these, um, you know, you, you get the national grid with these pylons going across the countryside. Actually, uh, you get this beautiful piece of countryside and they stick a pylon in the middle of it. Some, sometimes uh, I, I think, yeah, they are ugly looking things and in the wrong place. But then actually sometimes I look, I, I get transfixed by these pylons thinking, you know, th th this is, you've got nature and man next to each other and this is, looks like an incredible, uh, incredible thing. And with the wind turbines, you've got movement in that. And sometimes yes. I just find that that therapeutic. But I do agree, you have to locate them properly because when on bird migration routes, a lot of birds can be killed. Yes. The, the moving. If they're too close to houses, you get this sound vibration or you get this light and shade thing constantly. And they have to be located well. But Maureen's question is, is this a redundant argument if the aim is trying to protect our beautiful planet? There, there might be some motivation in, in, in some of the placement of some of these turbines of profit. Yes. But if the true motivation is we're tr we're, we are trying to save the planet, you know, and that's what's really, really going on. I don't know if that makes the 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 debate about wind turbines redundant in itself but it is part of how we need to go forward so we need to work out how to use these well yeah and and, and they, they are working well there was a stat from the 26th of december last year was that due to that big storm that we had through and i mentioned this in a previous episode yeah. due to the big storm we had come through come across the uk half of the electricity power generated that day came through wind power so it does yeah. work i think there's also yeah. a thing about um we need to have a variety of size of wind turbines as well i think when you think about wind turbines you you, you specifically think about the huge inland yeah. ones the really big tall ones but you can get more localized and smaller ones on your property which i wouldn't mind actually seeing on a more regular basis on you know you you see you're, you're more likely to see um solar panels these days than you would maybe 20 30 years ago definitely yep. that's definitely improved the technology's improved and also been become more accessible but having a small wind turbine on top of your roof 
I don't think it would be an eyesore. I think yep. it would be very be quite a nice um, extra bit of movement in in, in, yeah. in the landscape. And you can see that it is almost saying that that household is is adding to the power generation of of, yeah. of the grid. Uh, the first part of the question is: people debate if inland wind turbines are nice or ugly. That is just down to personal perception and yes, it um, is, yeah. And it's not reality. That talk I give, wildlife gardening talk, I often mention this, but I often talk, talk about is there any such thing as tidy or untidy? Because one person will look at a piece of land and see it is is un, uh, as a nature reserve, um, and another person will see it as untidy. Yes. Now that's just down to interpretation. Outside of our own consciousness, it doesn't exist. So the debate about are turbines nice or ugly, that's that's almost um, superfluous in a way because you're never going to conclude that that debate because subjective that's isn't your own it? Personal view. It's a subjective view, isn't it? It's almost yeah. like um, whether you like or dislike anything. You know, not everybody's going to like everything. No, you know, yeah. I heard once that okay, here's a. Bit of a strange analogy, I suppose, but I did once hear somebody say that, oh, you can't dislike the Beatles. Well, yeah. well, no, you can. <laughs> you just yeah. might not like their music. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it, yeah, you're never going to find uh, agreement with everything. I think no. the, the point you made earlier about the placement is the most important thing. Um, yeah. And inland, inland wind turbines, I understand, are, are not as um, effective as out you know, out to sea, offshore, no. because, no. you know, the, the access to wind is is, is a lot more variable. Um, yeah. So I would always say that we need more out, offshore wind turbines. Again, you need to be very clear, careful where you place these. As you said about um, having knowledge of um, uh, migratory, migratory routes for birds, yeah. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think there definitely are the future. And I think oh, yeah. it could also be the fact that because they are quite new, I think a lot of new yeah. things are seen as it's very different from the past. They can be seen as being ugly yeah. and um, uh, almost almost scary and frightening. That that this is going to yeah. be the future, and um, the, the the future is prophesized to be always oh, going yeah. to be like if we're going to have this, then it's going to be really ugly in the future. Um, yeah. But it's just very different. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to review that question, people debate if inland wind turbines are nice or ugly. Is this redundant when the aim behind this is we're all trying to protect the beautiful planet, meaning uh, wind power is part of the mix? Yes. I, I wouldn't say uh, it makes the argument of things nice or ugly redundant, but I think that's a separate argument. And um, what we should be looking at is, are we all trying to protect the planet by installing these turbines? Where should they be installed? Are they being installed for the right reasons? And how can we make it part of the power mix? Yes. You know, yeah. Uh, so hopefully that that, uh, that 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 answers that question or, or explores that question enough for Maureen. Yeah, I was going to say that maybe an action here is to next time you're out and about and you see a you see a wind turbine and you you have a an immediately a hostile reaction to it. It's just it's just a thing. It's actually stand there and watch it, and actually ask yeah. yourself the question: What benefit is this giving right now? Is it? Yeah. And see what see what the answer is. Yeah, I don't. I think I can't really beat that action. Actually, it's uh, I I'd concur with that wholeheartedly. One thing I do remember is the last episode we did from Rupert from Tring. We didn't give an action, but I think. Um, 
you know, our, our debate would lead people to various conclusions themselves. But uh, we do try and bring an action to every single episode we do, William. We do, yeah. So um, if there's one specific action that you've had, you've taken just from just from a, a podcast episode, uh, let us know. We'd love to know what, yeah. what particular episode it was and uh, what particular action you, you've taken. Um, we'd love yeah. to hear it. And if, if it was the action we suggested or you came up with your own. Yeah, because... We're, we're, we're not gods on this, are we? No, and, you know, the discussion that you and I have, Stuart, has always been from the point of view of we're almost re- reacting pretty much to the question fresh. We have some idea yeah. what the question is, but we don't overly prepare for every single one. We're, we're, we're reacting fresh and it creates a conversation and a discussion that goes into different different avenues. And I'm sure along the line like with any discussion one of us will make a point or ask a question and that in itself will give 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 you an action and has given you actions yeah. in the past and will do yeah. in the future we hope by um talking about these world scale environmental issues and offering up actions um to help it will help um in ways that we're not even aware of and it will yeah. make people take ownership and appreciate the countryside local to them. You know, we, we might be having an impact we're not even aware of. Uh, precisely, precisely. But I think that's uh, our... End of that. End of episode. Um, I, I would normally... Well, I normally... But I, would, I was just thinking of what, what episode number we're up to now. But we're steadily getting towards number, uh, episode 150. So if you get your question in now, <laughs> there's yeah. a good chance that we, we you, you might be the uh, question for the 150th episode, Stuart, right? Yeah. But the next episode, I teased this one up. I'm going to tease the next one up. Our next episode is again set from somebody who is from Oxfordshire. And this time, I'm going to reveal they are a man. <laughs> I'm not going to say their name or the, the, the place they're from. But if yes. you're a man and you, set us, and you live in Oxfordshire and you sent us a question, the next question might be yours. So we appreciate your patience for listening. We've had loads of questions and we are going to get round to it next. Uh, so, and I'll just sign off by saying, if there's five people, friend, five friends of yours right now, uh, that you think would be interested in this podcast, share it with them with the way you share things. You know, whether it's through WhatsApp or whether it's through Facebook or whatever you do these things, share it with them right now so they can also listen into and get involved with this discussion. 